I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book release stories, um, all those other good things that we do to uh, support. Um, and if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Jeff Fazell on the line, and he is the CEO over at Concurrent Productions. Jeff, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Adam. So, Jeff, um, our topic today, um, boring brands and how to not make them boring. I'm excited about this topic. Um, but before we get into that, I do want to give the, uh, the audience a little bit more of your backstory. So let's start out with just a primer. Let's talk about what you're doing as CEO over at Concurrent Productions. So first, um, tell us a little bit more about the company, please. We are the only video production company that I know of who is building a brand completely around a particular style of video and the concept of authenticity. So let's um, I, let's just jump right in. When we're talking about authentic, authentic videos, and when we're talking about building brand videos that are not boring, um, there's a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, executives listening right now. And um, and when you think about making a documentary style brand video or a founder story or even customer stories, I think the typical thought process has been that they have to be these really um, sterile videos, if you will. Like they have to be really um, a certain way, um, but I, I, I see what your company is doing in trying to change that. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I don't think anybody really goes into the video production process saying, let's make it sterile, but the biggest problem, I think, is that is that, that PR mindset, that, mm. that like um, really polished brand image mindset seeps its way into a style of video that is supposed to come across as more real and authentic. And what I'm talking about is the, is the kind of videos that you see all the time. I call them documentary style brand videos where you have, you know, a couple people uh, sitting in a chair interviewing and talking about the company, maybe your CEO, maybe, you know, some people from the staff, some leadership, maybe some customers. And, uh, and then that's, that'll be intermixed with, you know, shots of things going on at the company or what we call B-roll. And this can be a really powerful style because it looks like a documentary. And the reason people watch documentaries uh, when, you know, they could be watching a, a scripted narrative movie is because they are in the mood for something more real and authentic. And I think companies can benefit a lot from that transparency. Um, and so that's why they do it. But the problem comes when those, doc those mini documentaries for brands are being shot and edited. Either the person interviewing the business leader or whoever, or and the person editing the video in the end and deciding what goes into the story don't have a clear perspective on what that authenticity means and what they can do to, to lean into that style and make it as authentic as possible. So the number one thing I would say, the silver bullet to all this, is if you're making one of these videos, don't talk about what your business does. Talk about who you are, how you feel, your beliefs, your values, and your passions. So um, can you give us an example? 
Um, so uh, just of, uh, and you don't have to give the name of the company or anything like that, but just an example of what it what it looks like to um, to go through that type of video process versus um, some of the others, because we've seen the others. I mean, that's pretty obvious. We know how that works. Um, we're XYZ company. We produce this. We do this. Um, but we, I don't I don't think I've seen too many of the other type of video you're talking about, at least in the um, in the business space. Let's say. Yes, they're very rare uh, that, that people are able to put these videos together right. And so that's why we feel like we have really something of value to offer. So I'll give you an example. <clears throat> First of all, um, a lot of people always ask, uh, well, what if, like, my product is something really novel or I'm in a new field, I'm a startup, and I'm, like, inventing something no one's ever heard of before? How can I not use my video to say what that is? And my answer to that is you actually can use your video to say what that is, but anything you say can be framed through what I call a subjective value statement. So, for example, um, what, I'll just take something really basic and common to make it as clear as possible. Say, uh, say your business is a, an auto mechanic shop, and you, uh, you're doing one of these videos, and you say, the typical way to do it, I think, is, is to say, you know, we work on, we work on foreign cars, um, we're the experts in Mercedes-Benz, we've been doing it for a really long time, and you're going to get great service with us. Right? I think that's, that's, that's like boilerplate, exactly what I was expecting yeah. you to say, and that's what we've all seen over and over again, and this is what we would characterize in the boring um, sphere. All right, go ahead. Yeah, and that'll scale up to, to any level of business, all the, way up to the, mm -hmm. all the way up to the corporate level. I just want to keep it really granular here. Yep. So um, there's actually a lot of passion behind that statement. The problem is mm -hmm. that the owner is, is afraid to express himself that way because you're trying to put yourself forward as a brand, not as a human being. But this type of video can accomplish so much more if you put yourself forward as, as a human being. So what I really want to hear is an audience that I can't get from just their website or their printed materials is, can I trust you? And to answer that question, you have to be vulnerable. So if this mechanic instead would say, um, the, first time I, the first time I got under the hood of a car, I was with my dad. It was really magical because it was a bonding experience between me and my dad. And when, you know, when, we got that, when, we, when we got that carburetor tuned and we just heard that engine purr, I knew I was hooked for life. You know what I mean? Like, um, wow, that's powerful. Why does it matter to me to do this? Like, why am I doing this and not something else? What emotional reaction does it give me? So here's a really simple example. Um, you could either say, we, uh, we work on any brand of, of uh, imported car, or you could say, working on imported cars is important to me because of X and Y, the history I have with, with you know, bonding with my dad or um, because I always, you know, I always believed that these were incredible machines, you know, so, like say something that you feel about it instead of just what it is. Man, that's night and day. And that is even, and I mean, and that translates to any medium because you gave me just hearing you talk and, and give the, um, and juxtapose the examples, you gave me that emotional feeling. Um, taking us through there, just like you know, scripted audio, right? Um, so no, that's that's awesome. Um, and so that being said, 
Um, where do you what do you think in terms of um, this translates to? Is this just for commercials? Is this for social media? Is this for I don't want I want to talk a little bit more granularly on type of video and and where those things where they're released because I see opportunity when I think video I mean it's just changed so much in terms of landscape I just see so many different opportunities um, for example. Um, and, and that same owner or that same um, that same owner or executive at a company communicating to their employees in internal videos, those type of things. Can you go a little bit further in terms of ideas for videos? Oh yeah, absolutely. So these concepts can benefit video in any place where trust can be of benefit. So like you mentioned, um, internal communication, right? Like um, we've all seen examples of of like corporate training videos or videos. I was videos. just gonna say those are bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the, and the reason they're the reason they're always known to be so bad is because they're just fake as hell. Um, everybody knows when they're watching them that like the CEO sitting there in that chair is reading from some script that's been through the legal department, it's been through PR, and there's no substance or reality to it whatsoever. So my what I encourage people to do is to break down those barriers a little bit, get off the script. And, you know, make yourself a human being. Everybody always respects that. There's a huge emphasis on user-generated content right now. And there's a reason why uh, certain brands are excelling just by putting, like, really, by either, like, promoting content that their customers make on social media or mm -hmm. just um, commissioning things that are, like, kind of cheap and down and dirty because the authenticity now is starting to matter so much more than how polished the message is, and, it's, and it's, it's cutting through the crap. I really think that legacy companies that still rely on traditional advertising are going to be a, a more and more of a disadvantage. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, and, I mean, we see it, and we can just see it based off of what's happening with, uh, especially in that um, – in the consumer packaged goods space, so that CPG space, when we think about these small brands that, I won't say go viral, but I just mean like they, they, they start out with a product that has a very established players already in that market, and they niche their way up, they, they find their following, and then before you know it, you're like, wait a minute, how, are they have, how do they have supermarket space like within a year of this brand coming out, or two years of this coming out, knowing how competitive that is, and a lot of it was done just through these authentic stories and videos, and obviously somebody lost that space too, right? There's a finite amount of space, and uh, so some people lost that space that were possibly um, some larger brands along the way, and I, I, I agree with you completely. It all has to do with how that story is told, and to me, video, that's the most powerful component. Um, yeah. So, Jeff, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on um, concurrent productions or connecting with you and learning more about how to tell the right type of story for their brand, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? Uh, please just go to our website, concurrentproductions.com, and, uh, you know, check us out there. And we practice what we preach, so our video is right up top, front and center. Um, I hope you'll see our authenticity in that, and we even have written the copy on our website to, um, to make sure that what we're communicating is this philosophy and what we believe in. And if you are like-minded on that, if it makes sense with you, then maybe there's an opportunity for us to collaborate. 
Man, that's awesome. Um, well, hey, Jeff, uh, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and um, all the great work that you're doing over at Concurrent Productions to help uh, our brands and business owners out there tell more authentic stories and, more importantly, brand videos that aren't boring. We don't want get, um, get, get off the script and, uh, and let, let's let those uh, boring videos go. Um, and so thanks again for coming on the show. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store, um, share this with your friends, family, um, all those great things we do to uh, support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And thanks again, Jeff.